Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry. And once again today, we're on site at St. Joseph Rectory in Amherst, Ohio with Father Michael Denk. Welcome, Father. Thank you. So glad to have you here in Amherst, Ohio, and to be on the show again. I love it. It's nice. We're continuing our discussion from the UCAT about the sacraments, and in particular, we're talking about the uh, different parts of the Holy Mass. And uh, we left off yesterday talking about uh, the prayer gathering, the collect that the priest does when he says, let us pray. And you mentioned that at that pause, while the uh, altar service bringing up the uh, book, the prayer book, we are to mention our prayers of what we're praying for at that Mass, uh, our family, our friends, a loved one, maybe somebody who's ill or sick. Whatever our prayers are, we're to mention our prayers at that time. And then the priest gathers them all together and offers them up to the Holy Yeah, and Father. I think that's what's so wonderful about the Mass and about uh, you know what's been kind of further revealed to us in Vatican II, that we're supposed to be full, conscious, and active participants. So it's not just the priest praying the Mass, but your prayer means something. You know, the priest is collecting your prayer, and if you're fully there, if you're conscious, if you're present, and you're actively presenting your prayer to God, he's lifting up your prayer to God and and the entire church. You know, so it's just a very powerful moment at the beginning of Mass, and I think it's often overlooked, um, sometimes because we're running in late, and, um, you know, so I think it's important to get there early for Mass, before Mass starts, to, to take some time and prepare our, our thoughts of what we want to pray for and, and also, as we mentioned, what we need forgiven for. So somebody who says they don't get anything out of Mass, you know, the better question is, what are you putting into Mass? So by getting there early right. and actually preparing prayerfully, yeah. uh, again, you make a great point of what, it, what, what are we going to pray for? Right. We pray for our family, our friends. Our coworkers, our loved ones, our priests, the church. Yeah, it's such a wonderful an opportunity. end of abortion. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many things that uh, you know, uh, peace in the world. All, all these I different think, prayers. I think it maybe, and that's the the great thing about this show is it's an opportunity for for Catholics to to learn or relearn things that maybe they didn't even know. You know that that this is really um, an opportunity. Mass is such a great opportunity for you to bring your prayers to God. And mm-hmm. and if you're not getting anything out of it, the chance, probably the truth is you're, you're maybe not prepared. You know, you haven't taken the time to really pray with the readings, taken the time to really reflect on your life, what what you what you need from God in your life, what you want to offer to God in your life, and uh, that you come to Mass really expecting to experience God. You know, that, that, that there's going to be some profound encounter that you're going to have through the Word and Sacrament. That's a great point. Uh, going to Mass should be all about having an encounter with the living God. Yeah. To encounter Christ in such a profound way that we are changed. When we walk out the door at the end of Mass, we are actually changed. So so now that we've had the priest collect the prayers, and he says 
the prayer where he, he gathers all of our prayers and offers them up to the Holy Father. Yeah, and I love, I love, you know, the beginning, the priest holds his arms out like that, and he is. He's taking all of your prayers, and he's raising them, lifting them up to heaven. And, 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 and it's called the collect, so he's collecting your prayers and giving them to, the heavenly, to our Heavenly Father, along with his own prayer. So after that, as we mentioned yesterday, is the penitential rite, and I think it's so, uh, what a grace. Did you know that every Mass we go to, our sins are forgiven? You know, and um, I, I just want to, you know, put that we all know the importance of confession. So I don't want to minimize that. Confession is really the the place to go if we have any sin that is 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 serious and grave. You know, what would be defined as a mortal sin. You would want to go to confession before receiving the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have any any sin that is, you know, considered mortal or grave or something that, is, that would keep you away from the Eucharist, all your sins are forgiven at every Mass. And the the point of time where where that we experience that is the penitential rite. So when the priest says, you know, let us take a moment to call to mind our sins, again, it's a quick moment, and maybe you don't even realize what's happening, but that's your 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 that's your moment to talk to the to to the Father and say, God, I'm really sorry for this. Can you please forgive me? And if we do that, all of a sudden we're going to experience. I mean, his. We can't forgive our own sins. You know, I joke sometimes as a priest when people say, do you go to confession? Of course I do. But, you know, I say, no, I just go to a mirror, you know, and absolve myself. <laughs> but we can't do that. We need God to forgive our sins. And this is our opportunity every week or every day. You know, if there's something that you're struggling with, some sin in your life that you're struggling with, take that to Mass and ask Him for His help and, and, and even that for His forgiveness and just unconditional love. Can you love me, Father? even with the sin that I'm struggling with. And and we have that opportunity at every Mass at the penitential rite. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. And then I think after that experience of forgiveness, we go into the Gloria. You know, and I think that the reason is because we've just had this encounter, this um, chance to reconcile with God, to express our sorrow, to say, Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy. And, and then the priest say, Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins. And... Um, we go right into the Gloria because we experience the freedom of the children of God that our sins are forgiven right then and there. So, you know, the Gloria is that time just to praise. And as you said, with all the saints and angels, we're, we're praising God and, and acclaiming his name. So um, that is, that's, that's all in the introductory rite of the Mass. So, you know, that's oftentimes people gloss over that and, and don't even realize what's happening the opportunities that we have as we go into Mass. After the introduction, as we talked about in, in the earlier show, is the, the Liturgy of the Word. And I just want to recap that because it's so important that we realize that when we go to Mass and the Word is proclaimed, God speaks to us. And, uh, you know, so it's often encouraged. I know you have the Missalettes, and, and sometimes people read along, and, and that's fine if if you need, you know, if you're someone that needs to to read to, but there's something about the word being proclaimed. And if you have a lecture that's good, you know, that, that really is proclaiming the word, hopefully you don't need to, to read along. They have you so captivated by what they're speaking that you, you're, you're hanging on their every word and that, that you realize that God is speaking to you through that person, uh, through the word proclaimed at the, at the Eucharist. So, when we go to Mass, if we go with the expectation that God will speak to us, um, he, he will. You know, sometimes people say, I don't hear God. 
I pray and I don't hear his voice. Or, um, God, you know, does God really speak to you? Well, he does. You know, if we go to Mass and we, and we come with this openness and this desire to hear his word, it's gonna, he, he's going to speak to us. And, and, and you'll, you'll feel it in such a way that you know, you know he's talking to you. You know, you know, people will say that to me all the time. I, I just know. I, I felt it and I heard him, him speak to me and it resonated in a way that I never heard before. So, um, that happens through the readings. Now, sometimes people think, uh, well, the readings just need to be said, and I'll let the priest explain the homily. You know, he'll explain them to me in the homily. And that's good and essential, but hopefully, just by listening to the readings, you... So sometimes people will say, you know, I don't get... A, I can't stand that priest, or I don't get anything out of him, or what I... Well, it doesn't depend on the priest, you know? God speaks to you in his readings and it depends on you being open and listening to them and if you have truly open and listen and foster them it doesn't matter what priest is given the homily you've already received everything that you need to hear in the word of god father don't you think a lot of people that don't go to church and use the priest as an example go to go to mass with the idea of they want something done to them almost like they're to be yeah, and I think that's, that's a misnotion, you know, and whatever. some of that probably comes from the um, where, where the Protestants don't have that sacramentality. You know, some of that is probably a misunderstanding of what Mass is, you know, and, and, and not, not realization that it's full active conscious participation of all of us, not just the priest, right? Uh, but you. And if you come to Mass fully active, conscious, and participating, you will get something out of it. Not only something you're going to get, you're going to have an encounter. It is an encounter with God, you know. So it's not dependent on the personality of the priest. It's dependent on the priest being there in the presence of God, you know. So God um, is present in four ways, and if we if we realize this, we will get more out of mass. So he's he's present in the priest, and I think we all realize that in the person of the priest we experience Jesus. And and that says something, you know, I think there's a reason that we have the male priesthood, that we're supposed to experience Jesus in, in the priest during Mass. Secondly, we experience Jesus in the word proclaimed. So when we hear the word of God, we hear God speaking to us. So we experience him in that. Thirdly, in the sacrament, so when we receive the body of Christ, we receive God. And fourthly, in the gathered assembly. So we experience God in the gathered assembly. And so we, we actually, I do need you to be there at Mass, because if you're not there at Mass, there's something lacking. Mm -hmm. We need you there. I need you there. We need each other there, because that's one of the ways that we experience God is through the gathered assembly, mm -hmm. through each other. So now having appreciated all of that, we get to the point of the homily. And, uh, and again, uh, Mass should, the homily shouldn't make or break your experience of the Eucharist. Hopefully it adds to it and, and, and benefits, you know, your, your experience of that. And the priest does what he's supposed to do and takes the word and breaks it and, and opens it up for you. And, mm -hmm. you know, as Pope Francis said recently uh, to priests, the homily should never be boring. <laughs> you know, it, it's not supposed to be boring. But sometimes people are confused on what the, the purpose of the homily is. And again, the homily is not to entertain. We're not there to, to entertain you and, you know, do a little uh, Jay Leno segment for you. The homily is supposed to help you and us realize what's happening throughout the entire Mass. So the homily can be focused on, as, as you said, Tim, earlier, the readings. You know, the, the priest can focus on all the readings and try to give you a synthesis of what's going on. 
the homily can also just focus on one word or phrase from any of the readings mm-hmm. that, that, that the priest has prayed with and, and feels God is calling him to expound upon. So those are two things. The homily can also focus on a tradition of the church. It can just focus on any teaching of the church. So it doesn't necessarily even need to be on the readings of that day. It might be on the feast. It might be on the, the feast of Pentecost or a Christmas, or um, it might be on any teaching of the church, you know, that the priest feels compelled to, to preach or pray upon. And then finally, um, you know, in some way that it's relatable to the people's lives. It, it draws you in and, and helps you experience God and this Mass so that really through all of this, you're prepared then to receive the body of Christ in the Eucharist. Awesome. We've been listening to Father Michael Dank as we go through the UCAT. And we're learning more about the parts of the Mass and the meaning of each part. Father, could we please have your blessing? The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just a reminder that uh, we have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived, and we're now podcasting all of the new shows. You can subscribe right on our website, livingbreadradio.com. Go to the Programming tab and click on Faith with Father. Remember that Faith with Father is a great teaching tool to use at your parish along with the UCAT. You can listen to any archive show. They go by number and they cover the entire UCAT. So just go to livingbreadradio.com, go to the programming tab, and click on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry saying, God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.